Rhino and BJ Ryan, episode 167, is proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. And nothing better than being alongside the Perth Racing Guru in 1-1-HQ. G'day, Guru. G'day, BJ. That is a concern if there's nothing better. <laughs> so I'd, like, I'd like to think you can aim for a little bit more in life than that. But look, if, if that's the case, I, I should definitely um, – well, I de- I'm not sure. I will definitely take that as a compliment. I think it's the, the little nice little touches that Nicola's put in the, yeah. uh, in the studio here. So the, the pictures of Bella and Spotty. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Spotty for a few weeks. A bit of shrubbery as well. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Good vibes. Yeah. Uh, it looks like adults actually listening. <laughs> that, that's, just you can say that's that's what you're trying to say in a nice way. It actually looks like real human beings live here now. So For those who don't know, Terry uh, does some of his best work with um, post-it notes. So, uh, and it's, <laughs> I didn't know uh, where you were going there. It's fantastic to see. He's bought a brand new stack of post-it notes. He's got the fluoro yellow, the fluoro pink, the blue, and the yellow. Like it's a... It's just a fresh deck. Yeah, it is a fresh deck. It's a fresh well, deck. Well, I tell you what, we, need, we needed a fresh deck after last, uh, after what I'm dubbing Black Saturday last uh, last week, opening day at Belmont. Jeez, I was so excited. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, I, I actually don't really want to talk too much. It flattened me. I was just, everything I did last week was just wrong. I, um, yeah, tough old day. Mm-hmm. Tough old day. It took me until race, gee whiz, race five yesterday. Uh, 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 Split Jeet to get my first winner at Belmont for the season. So, and I, I bet in every race apart from race one yesterday. So, it took me 14, 15 races to get me first uh, winner at Belmont. So, yeah, a day where I set myself to have a bit of a crack as well. Mm. Oof, challenging day. But what doesn't kill you, BJ? Just really upsets you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, it couldn't have been the only. You couldn't. You, you had to collect though, because I? I got some mail. <laughs> this was very funny. Oh, dearie, man. This was very funny. <laughs> My dad, Bernie Ryan, rings me. When was that? Saturday night, was it? Mm. Uh, and he said, he he said, he calls me Jock. Jock. There was a big commotion when they uh, <laughs> at Belmont Park today. I said, oh yeah. He goes. Uh, when they crossed the line in the last at Carnarvon, the crowd roared and one gentleman uh, just started zooming through the crowd, uh, punching the air and carrying on. And uh, he goes, I-, I got a suspicion it was young Terence. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he might be uh- he might be right. But bless, uh, bless uh, Christy Bennis and uh, Ray Malpass's little hearts. In the in the last, in the talk yeah. about, what talk about was it a get out? It must have been something. Yeah, walk, walk, us, walk us through it. Well, you have to remember, I'd been locked up for about two and a half weeks with uh, <laughs> with various illnesses, and I, I was just chomping at the bit. I was back to full health by Saturday morning. Yeah. And I thought I'm going to I'm going to back the card. So I get in there, race one and two. I just could not get internet on my phone, so I had to walk like right. I'm standing right down by the post. I'm doing laps around the track. Like I've missed the first couple of races trying to get spots where I can get some internet. I'm using Top Toad SP when I get a final a bit because I couldn't really go and bet. Oh, it was just a nightmare. Anyway, so the whole day just was a shit show. Dom to shoot didn't want to be there. Rock and Roll was fat as a pig. Yeah. Um, they just didn't have the horse ready first up, which is not <laughs> up to them. But dearie, man, everything, every single thing I did was just complete and utterly wrong. And I'm, I got a few messages throughout the week and that night as well from people telling me they did their ass on me tips. I said, well, that's great. Well done. I'm, I'm really, really happy for you. So go and fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, last and Carnarvon had been a hard had to collect at Carnarvon going to the last. I actually yelled at poor Toby Dunn in one of the races because he bat the winner and I bat the horse that ran second. And I told him his bet was shit. It was no one. So sorry to Toby. I was emotional. I had a lot of, I hadn't done anything for so long. I had a fair bit in me. Anyway, and um, 
we come into the last at Carnarvon and I, I, it was impossible to get out from where I was. I was, I was just, I'd done my absolute ass. Anyway, and um, I'd backed Miramona at its previous start at Geraldton for Aussie Gallardi at about 40 to 1. I'd backed it to win a fortune. Like I'd had a really, really big bet on it and um, it was held up the entirety. I, I reckon it would have won the race. I'm pretty confident it would have won the race. Anyway, it's um, just about about five, six minutes till the last at Carnarvon and I thought, all right, what's the price of this? About 35, 40 to 1. I thought, all right, we'll have, a, we'll have something on this. And we'll, when I say we'll have something on this, we'll probably bet far too much than <laughs> I should be. So anyway, I backed it into on Betfair into $11. So there's not much money in Carnarvon yeah. in all fairness, but I took every – I don't think anyone else was backing it. I just took every single flock all the way down. Every time someone put anything up, took a whack at SP, which ended up being $11. And um, I, I have not seen a horse get a more charmed run <laughs> Miram got, and uh, so there, yeah, there was a there was a release of emotion. It's fair to say um, after the last at Carnarvon, I still had a losing day. Don't get me wrong, but um, it, it would have been far worse. So, yeah, that that is one of the all time. That is one of the all time most amazing get outs because should have only been a little bet as well. It shouldn't have been that big a bet, but anyway. And that's my story, and that's why Bernie is correct in yeah. seeing a uh, flash of red through the crowd. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. Is, uh, theory, so Christy Better and Ray Melfast, surely they're getting an invite to the Guru's Christmas party. Mate, they, can, but, hey? mate, they can start now if they want. I'll tell you what, this year's Christmas party has to be two in one as well, seeing <laughs> as we missed last year. Scotty Embry keeps reminding me. So, um, yeah, no, they can, geez, they can, they can have the boat <laughs> that it's on. They can, whatever they want, those two. Anyway. What a get out. K yeah. Bennett, RML Pass, the last at Carnarvon. That's, uh, as I said in that message, that's the stuff of legends, really. <laughs> um, but just straightening up a bit, we have, uh, we probably should let the our listeners know, the faithful, the 1 1 faithful know that after next week's Hyperion Stakes Day preview, next Thursday, that we're going to be going on having, having an indefinite break from the podcast. We, um, we are considering a return for when racing returns to Ascot in October. Might do a might do a run that includes the pinnacles um, and the big races there. But uh, between now and then, we'll be off air. Between sorry, next Thursday and then we'll be off air. And uh, yeah, both of us got uh, have um, been working at the the podcast, the one one your West Australian Racing podcast for uh, I don't know three years now. So uh, I think it's time we had a had a bit of a break and um, winter's coming. Winter is coming mm. and. Um, so yeah, we've uh, we both agreed that we're going to have a have a spell, a well earned spell, I would have thought. But um, yeah, you haven't heard the last of us, that's for sure. So, um, but yeah, thanks to you know our sponsors. Um, spoke to Butchie, Ian O'Connor from uh, the Mundaring Timmy Hewitt from Market City Meats, and uh, and Craig Whitten from Whitten's Irrigation. Um, let them know what's going on, and yeah, thanks to all those guys for and to Betfair of course for all their support over the journey. And um, and yeah, and everyone that has uh, contributed to the one one along the way as well. We've um, we've had a great ride and it's been a lot of fun. Um, but it's time we uh, had a bit of a spell and um, yeah, just uh, I guess straighten up a bit and um, yeah, hopefully when um, the pinnacles rolls around, we'll be back on it. Exactly right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's hard. To th- it's amazing to think that it's uh, been over three years. I guess what we got fifty two weeks in the year, episode hundred and sixty odd. So. Over three years, it's it's quite incredible to think we've been doing it for that long. But uh, yeah, I, I do think that uh, we have been going through the motions to some degree. We haven't. I look back at some of our some of my favourite interviews with Simon Miller, Peter Hall, um, etc. etc. I won't try and name more because I'll get in trouble for missing some. But um, yeah, we haven't done one of those for a while. So I, I do feel like a freshen up might see us. Um, 
sort of recover our, uh, I don't know. What am I trying to say? Mojo like, yeah, yeah, mojo rhythm. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right for it all. But uh, no, it's been uh it's definitely been a um yeah, it's been a great ride. I, I don't think we I, I thought we'd probably do 10, 15 episodes, get 40 listeners, you know. Mm. You know, that's probably a family, an extended family, <laughs> spotty Bella. Um and uh, and that'd be all she wrote. So to get this far in and 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 be at a point where we can say we're not we're not done. Yep. Um, but we're just um yeah, we just need a, a bit of a fresh network on a few sort of bits and pieces from professional centers that we've both got going on. Yeah. It's taking up a lot of our time as well. And um yeah, I think you've you've said it quite well. I'm just uh, blabbering now. So no, I just want to say that <clears throat> Terry and I have always always done this because we love uh, WA racing and we just love the game and the people and the horses and the whole show. It's never been about money for us. And to be honest, like this is a self funded podcast for a long period of time. And um, yeah, it's never it's always been a, a love job uh, from a from, and uh, and hopefully um, absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. And we have a bit of a break, and and when the good racing returns back at Ascot in October, you might uh, hear the guru and, and BJ once again covering the uh, the pinnacles. So, um, but uh, yeah, just recapping as of next Thursday, Hyperion Stakes Day preview. Who are we going to get on to to sign us off? We'll have, to, we'll have to make some calls. Yeah, we'll have to make some we'll calls. We'll make some calls. Definitely a special guests yes. next week on the way out. Yes. Real bonanza for Hyperion Stakes Day. Yes. Do like the Hyperion Stakes Day. Yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be good. So yeah. I should be over my trauma of opening day by then as well, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, uh hopefully um a few more winners roll in this weekend and we uh we're back. It just up needs to be one. <laughs> <laughs> just need one. <laughs> When's a, a, sing, a singular. Yeah, it's Port Hedland this week, actually. <laughs> it's Port Hedland. So. Port Hedland. I see yeah. uh, Tom Pike and Malcolm McKenzie have got twelve of the twelve runners each on the day. So yeah, right. Yeah, they've kind the of fields, cornered, yeah. cornered the market up in uh, up in Hedland. But yes, so the boys are, we're having a break, and uh, just yeah, thanks to all everyone, um, friends, family, supporters, sponsors for all your support over the last hundred and sixty-seven episodes of the One One. And um, yeah, but uh, let's um, Terry. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll start previewing Belmont on Sunday. It's time to partner with Brett Fair and preview Provincial Championships final day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton were teaming up to record episode 167 of the 1-1, your West Australian racing podcast. It's just after 11.30 a.m. on Thursday, the 18th of May. We've got a Pinjarra meeting this afternoon. Go Quillo and Belmont and Port Hedland on Sunday, Kalgoorlie on Sunday. That's the... That, sorry, that Port Hedland Saturday meeting is the opening meeting of their season. So, um, yeah, there's a bit happening up in the northwest and Broome is not far away from commencing as well. I think their their first meeting is the 3rd of June, so the migration has started and will continue. The lucky people get the get to chase the sun up, uh, up in the northwest. Good luck to you guys. And, yeah, Goldfields Racing to wrap out the weekend on Sunday. It's all happening, isn't it? Mm. Uh, it's a funny one today at Northam as well. I, I reckon one of the lads at uh, New South Wales Tab or has, uh, has set one up for his mate here because in the first, in the straight race today, um, I'm pretty sure that 365 went up first, right? I think about $3 for a horse in the first. Stevie's mate is the horse that I'm talking about and, um, and it looks as though Green Tab went up second at 26 bucks. 
I am almost certain that um, I'm almost certain that that's a he's like you reckon that I reckon they've set that up for their mates. I reckon that looks it has that look to me. Like how do you just come up with such a rogue price for one that in a, it, it's a very thin race? It has to be favourite. You'd suspect. I mean, I I didn't see the price until it was already into four or five bucks. So not that we'd be able to really get it. Wasn't anyway. a, uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a Brad bet wrong decimal. No decimal point. 260, <laughs> no, I don't think it was. Whether they've got, I, I don't know. They've got it in the wrong place. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see how it goes because uh, I could imagine a fair few people have uh, – because I think it was still backed again this morning um, at those uh, – like the, the, the bets have stood, have they? I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't know. I wouldn't have a clue. But, no, I think so because other agencies have followed them up and they've all gone up sort of – I think 10 to 15 as well. Wow. So, yeah, very interesting. I think it's a full to or a half to burn you to survive. Yeah, same colours. So, yeah, yep. there you go. Interesting. Interesting. I haven't seen one like that so for a while, though. Greens have like, me to um, – No, I reckon, I reckon it's a setup job. Do they I reckon they said, hey, mates, watch when I put up this one. They <laughs> got one down the straight. Down the straight, shoot. It'll be missed. Just uh, have something on. All right. Well, if you're on at the, at the overs, then – Good uh, luck. Yeah, good luck. Brandon Louis. And Tiana Robertson, Stevie's mate in the uh, in the first at Pinjarra today. Stay tuned, BJ, throughout the show to info for info, to info for info oh. on how you can uh, enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition in the last. Um, and don't forget, probably I won't say more importantly because there's not many things more important than mm. Get Out Stakes, but just as importantly. Um, we have Mac Hall mm. chasing four wins on the uh, Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition, taking on his definitely taking on his biggest challenger to date, um, and someone who's been a regular or semi-regular guest on the show, mm-hmm. been a co-host two or three times, Brittany Taylor. So yeah, it's uh, Mac versus Brittany coming up in the a return uh, of the, the return of the Mac and the return of the Brit. Yes. So Market's a dollar ninety a piece. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Ding dong. Yes. Good. Who am I? This. He, good. He, who am I today as well? Yeah. I don't know. Don't know if Mac wants to go down two nil today. Like he's. Nah, he's definitely not. Yeah. He's uh, off the canvas, Mac. But uh, wouldn't not, want to. Not on a, a not on a leader bias, Brittany track. <laughs> you don't want to be doing that. No, no, no. If you go two nil down, there'll be a kick, and um, yeah, you might be able to flash late, but I don't think you're getting three back. Now, just doubling back, the get out stakes. Did you mm. see Andrew Walker's uh, collect? No, I didn't see that. Just hold on. Who was that? It was on Twitter. What up, Walks? He he put it up on Twitter. I haven't. I've moved Twitter to the last page on my phone because I find myself uh, when I'm trying to do form, I get a bit, uh, what do you call it? I get a bit, um, I procrastinate mm. and go and scroll. So I haven't been on so much. Shout out. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing negative in there. <laughs> it's disappointing. <laughs> and that's unlike him to shout out as well. That's all he does. Yeah. What up, hold what up, Walks? <laughs> Shout out. So, yeah. What, what we want him to stop shouting about, <laughs> ideally. <laughs> Deary me. Do we, need to, do we need to get him back on the mastermind? Oh, last well, week? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to discuss that after the- We uh, should put a poll up of who who, who should be in the uh, the mastermind yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, when we do our, uh, our final episode before our spell. Uh, so, look, anyway, let's get cracking on our Belmont preview and it's time for the Ascot Track Report brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design, whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Um, underwhelmed 
BJ, by the, the start of the um, the Belmont season, both Saturday and Wednesday, in regards to how it's played. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at the true last Sunday, and what what was your what are your reviews? Well, show? as I I sort of alluded to at pre meeting, I'm a bit worried it could play on pace and not as fair across, and I, I think that ended up being the case. And the rail was pretty good. Um, so that bus has come from near last with the Velvet Queen, but maybe Comfort Me just cooked it a bit in front. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was, that was the case. Did you just- I thought that was a bit odd, actually. I didn't think – I think he could have got there and set it up, but he had him really rocking and rolling. Comfort yeah. Me. Well, Comfort Me can race a bit fiercely yeah. as well. So you, you sort of don't – you want to find a happy medium, I guess, between fighting the horse and not going too quickly. But uh, see the Red Can Man money. Yeah. I was because I laid. That was one of me three lays. I'll tell you what, I didn't get much right last week, but I got me three lays bang on. Um, but yeah, that ended up trading. Whoever took me six bucks did very well. Yeah. It was Betfair SP, $3.20. Mm. What? How? Mm. How on earth? Yes, fair enough. It was playing in a particular manner, but you still had to understand that once it plays in a particular manner, what do other horses do? And what do other, sorry, jockeys do? They think, well, let's race a lot more prominently today, yeah. you know? So it would have been a, uh, well, fascinating is probably the wrong word. It would have been a, um, it's probably a different result. I'd suggest if Star Trade didn't uh, try to hunt forward early and say, hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad just said, Steve, grab my back. It took him right into it. Oh. Deary me. Um, yeah, the Velvet Queen was a, uh, <laughs> yeah, and anyway, but Buster was a, uh, it was a real, regardless, was a, was a really nice win. And, yeah. um, so, Star Trade loves it three wide, no cover punch. Oh, loves I just it. didn't understand that for me was just <laughs> the way the track was playing, it was just to take Star Trade back to the fence, would have been its best chance, ride it for luck, trying to go through them. But, um, but then, yeah, on Wednesday, we we saw a track whereby you didn't want to be on the cutaway and you did not want to be wide. You just wanted to be in the, we call it the net line. <laughs> I saw Simon Miller's Racing's tweet yesterday. Um, uh, is it a maiden yet? Yeah. I, was like, I just wanted to respond, did I do my ass on the race? And then whatever Russian is for yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually backed two horses, isn't that? The Rush at seven bucks and um, Della, uh, Della Butte at um, 150s and they run second and third. So, do you know what they call that? Good punting. Good punting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so what we saw. So do you, do you think the cutaway was poisonous yesterday? Yeah, I think right hard on it. Yeah. First few strides. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was ideal. I had a really big bet, as I probably alluded to yesterday and told you on Bondi plunge at the 250, so the $1.70 got to the fence and maybe it just went poorly as a two-year-old. That can happen. They can yeah. have enough after a period of time. Truly awesome. Well, backed, got back to that cutaway, gave it up. A lot of them were just Sentimental um, bell, was it? Yeah. Was that- so it stayed in the right lanes. Yeah. They were the winning lanes, I thought. It stayed- like I think you basically wanted to be 16. Running, no, yes, yeah. on the 16, on yeah. the 17, maybe the 18. That, yeah. That's where you wanted to stay. I think the greatest race to watch as an example is Split Jeet versus Triple J. Mm. I think Triple J is the better horse of the two, and they were just to gain. By the way, watch a great ride from Holly Watson. Pike was going to push her out, mm. and she said, no, nah, no. Nah. Watch, watch from probably the six to the four. That is as good a ride as you'll see from an apprentice on um, on Split Jeet. Made Pikey stay in, um, and then she just took her horse fluently to the braze. It was really impressive stuff. Um, but if you watch their final 200 metres, I reckon if you switch them around, Triple J probably wins by length and a half. Yeah, that's what so, it, fe- it felt like. And I think Bonjoy was just like so, so many lengths, again, so many lengths yes, better. better than him. Exactly yeah. right. But again, Clint's. Um, Clint's road and he didn't go back to the cutaway. He yeah. stayed central. Yeah, and, and if, you, if you watch- uh, Craig Staples, Uncle Gerard yeah. again, didn't go back to the cutaway. Yeah. It stayed central. That was the lane you needed to stay in. If you watch, it was if so you watch the head-ons at Belmont, yes, they weren't. They were gradually getting further and further away from the inside as yeah. the day progressed. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it just worries me. I just like to see a really nice, fair, fluent track. Like, I want to see him flashing wide. I want to see. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I feel you can see it in a track. Sometimes it's hard to put into words. You can just see when it's a nice, fair, fluent track. A horse might run fifth, but flash really nicely down the outside, or it just feels like they're grinding. Mm. Like week one of the season, we're grinding. So, but I also did my ass on Saturday, so I'm probably looking for an excuse why. I'm <laughs> Very <laughs> good. Thanks, <yeah. laughs> Very in depth witness yeah. track report. <laughs> but anyway, this way, got three meters. It should be, in theory, it should be better. From a fairness sense from the true but i'm still very mindful that we might just have a bit of a tired track early doors and um yeah i'd, I'd prefer to be closer to the speed when doing any early betting that's for sure all right let's get rolling here into race one just the just a tremendous start to the day because it's the free entry to belmont park plate over the 1000 meters is the two-year-old race and it's an am start 11 59 am race one at belmont I think there's Freo playing Geelong on Saturday. I think they are. 235 bounce down there for the, the Heave Ho versus the Cats. They're back. So, so there's going to be a bit of a – hopefully there's a bit of a footy crowd there early and they can enjoy the first two or three and then wander across. Um, and the first one is uh, just a small – what have we got here? Six-horse race. Good race. Uh, for the juveniles. But we've got some we've got some smart types here. Chris Anova, Sass Machine. And you won't see many bigger runs than what Massa Moon produced on debut. That was incredible stuff, Terry. Massa Moon, eh? Yeah, no, they um, – you won't. You won't. It's uh, a fascinating little race here. I mean, you've got three ways to attack it. I don't think you can back any of the other three runners, BJ. Mm -hmm. um, all the support this morning has been for Chrissa Nova. Um, but look, so you got three ways to attack this race. Very simply, either A, SAS Machine will be improved for the experience. Maybe Belmont plays nice and on speed. Won both of its trials there really well. So it has seen Belmont and likes Belmont. Um, and just from the front controlling, maybe it's just a fitter, more mature horse and, and it just doesn't get run down. Mm -hmm. Option two is Chris Nova looks likely to get its back, let's say, not jumping as well as it did at its first start um, in the gym crack. I wonder if that's by design or not. Potentially, oh, I think it's just not jumping as well. Either way, SAS Machine should lead easily. Yeah, SAS Machine leads. Um, yeah. And then Chris Nova can either A, go to the breeze, but I think Jats is really pinging the lid. So I think Jats might get across and breeze. So I think Brad Parnham will be really happy on the back of SAS Machine. And that's it. That's basically every chance. You're back of, um, you're back of the favourites and, yeah, well, equal favourite at this point in time. And you're every chance. And then you've got Masamune, who the map, it, it's funny, it could be really crucial here for um, for Masamune because I think Good Vibes will want that 1-1 one, one on the back of Jets, which could leave Masamune in last position outside Ayumi or even going back to the fence. So um, fascinating stuff with it. I think the most important thing with Masamune is whether you can trust it to corner mm. happily as well. So there are the three ways you can attack the race. Very hard to line up the Chris and Overform versus Masamune and and SAS machine. Um, yeah, fascinating. You can, yeah, I, I'm not too sure. I don't know if, I think at the moment, Masamune is actually probably the value, to be honest, um, being about 370. But yeah, look, SAS machine's the one I think will win the race, but I'm 250, it's 230. Mm. I think this is, I, I think Chris is better than these. Egg, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yep. Chris Anova, um, strong debut winner at Ascot. Beat Wiley Girl, that form was pretty good. Uh, then ran fourth in a really strong gym crack, Live to Tell, Super Smink. Uh, I know you're keen on her, 
that day. Is that right? Just from an HY. Yeah, play. that's yeah. right. Missed the kick. I thought I thought she'd lead. That's right. She ended up yeah. But that's that's just, cool. that's the best two year old form going around. Um, well, I'll say about that. Yeah. It probably is the best two year old form going around. But none of these other horses were racing at that point in time. True. By the way, if you watch the trial, Massamuna and Elite One, mm-hmm. Elite yep. <laughs> I don't know why every time it gets me. It's Elite One. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, we're all guilty of that. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I feel like Chris and Over. I think he will just relish the the speed that SAS Machine will naturally roll along at. Can stand a rhythm, and um, yeah, um, Chris and Over. I think will get over the top. Massamuna. Uh, just wildly impressive <laughs> and frustrating at the same time on mm. debut. It was looked like it was gonna. Chris was gonna have to ease it up, and um, when it didn't corner, and then somehow it's picked itself up and come again, run one of the fastest last two hundred splits of the day. Obviously, got a massive engine, but to do that on debut under race day pressure, it, it, I don't know. It feels like it's kind of hard to pile into, especially when you got. Chris and over and Sass Machine, who just feel like running types and over the thousand as well. I just don't think there's enough margin for error when you're over the thousand meters, but obviously super talented, massive Mune. Um, so, but uh, for mine, I think this is set up nicely for a fresh Chris and over to work over Sass Machine like. Yeah, Massimuno is probably a better trial than Elite One, mm. um, the one I just discussed. And that was a Belmont and it cornered nicely there as well. So, yeah, great great, great start to the day. I'm, I'm purely guessing on the comparative form lines, but I think all three horses are very good. Yeah, yeah. So that gets things underway on uh, Provincial Championship. Final day, race two is the Tab Touch. Be better at life. West Speed Platinum handicap over 1,600 metres. These uh, Westby Platinums are always a challenge, Terry, and this is no different. Currently, we've got My Fury, Black Spirit, Pray Again, and Arnie's Boy all in single figures up with others from there. Yeah, the market's doing a lot of forgiving um, for horses that were that went real poorly last start um, but are suited back to Belmont. So that's that's My Fury and Pray Again who both have significantly better records. Both have won twice here, I think, um, at Belmont. So I look I with Prey again, who's favourite at the moment? My Fury. My so Fury. my Fury loses Pikey, Luke goes on. It was okay last start, but just okay. Yeah. Know? That's how it went. Then you got Prey again, who had the back of Arnie's boy and couldn't get past it. Yep, better Belmont horse, but what else could you want? Like, like what else could you possibly ask for last start? I just so. just think he just there's something not quite right with Prey again. He just doesn't get around the corner at Ascot. And that's you know, there's been several there's, there's several occasions. It's not just a one-off. So when Stevie Parnham just had to click click him up just to improve on the on the bend and actually got up um, inside the eventual winner, um, Civic Street, and actually put a gap on that horse and then went to win and then turned its head sideways and kind of, I don't know, kind of th- threw in the towel a little bit um, and – had to settle for third behind Sibby Street, who couldn't go with it on the bend. So maybe back to Belmont is the key, but I would have loved a low draw for Prey again. So just just interesting to see what what Brad is going to do tactically from uh, gate 11. Well, I think tactically the plan will be Arnie's boy. Do you reckon they ride that in the same manner looking for a forward spot or are they more patient with Arnie's boy? That Because if they go forward and get caught deep again, it's, it's the back you'd probably want to be on, Yeah, you know, I'd suspect. That's right. So we've got El Maha men in black. Omaha Man and Black Spirit Lean. Oh, I'm pretty confident that um, 
I'm pretty confident that um, they'll ride Alma, Alma Herman with Taj going on with a bit of aggression. I think the, the plan will be to hold the front here. I think that's where it showed its best form since moving to Toddy Harvey for Hawk. Mm. Hawk and the lads. And um, so I reckon that it will show good aggression to lead. And Black Spirit, who the other obvious speed horse, um, it's more of a musterer. Yeah, so the inside game is probably bad. It couldn't cross uh, Alma Harman the other day. No, so definitely Until not. Jared handed out but um but early Omaha man had significantly more gate speed than yep. black spirit it actually went really well Omaha man and yeah. his trial was super as well that mm. fourth uh at belmont on the 24th of april was super as well so look black spirit could end up behind him so then the question becomes with black spirit do you think it's going to go as well with a sit all three winds have been leading mm-hmm. uh, or breezing so is it going to be because it's probably i think a black spirit i think a tough horse you know hard to get past type yep. thing so that's an interesting aspect with it um worth noting that war class and float out boat are both running today at um um, Pinjara. Mm-hmm. So whether they run or not, I don't know. And then they're crucial speed map horses too. But this race has got a lot of fill for me. Like I do I quest whether it backs up from Wednesday, I don't know. But hard to have. Um, those two I just mentioned don't know, think they're suited. Baywatch Boy, Champagne Girl are going to go around at a big price. Twice a fortnight was mm. super two and a half weeks ago. I'm not sure if Brandon um, up to the mile. There's just too many variables for me, which I don't like. So I'm not going to be anywhere near it. It's just a lot of fill in the race, so yeah. um, which which is what you get with these. The, this it grade, is, yeah, this, this it is, race. it is. I when Arnie's boy went back to all I've been, I've just been saying with Arnie's boy from a, a long period of time. It's a horse that needs a senior jockey and a mile. Mm-hmm. There, it's two things you need with Arnie's boy: or a mile and a senior jockey. He gets that here. It's a real shame. You don't want it to have barrier one, but you'd love Arnie's boy to have five or six where it yeah. can just be in a moving line. So I think Chris will look for a spot midfield cover. I think it can sit deep and actually win if you watch its run the other day. Yeah. But one thing I'm pretty confident about this race, BJ, it'll probably be a four-horse photo over the line. It'll be a, it'll be a close finish. So, look, I, I'm going to be on Arnie's boy. Um, I, I just think this this is the right setup for this horse with some luck from that gate. Um, I think the speed, I don't think Alma Herman – I don't know. I just think the speed might come back to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if Black Spirit gets out in front somehow, which I can't see, then, geez, it'd be very hard to catch. And the other horse um, who I want to have something on right down at the bottom, BJ's number 11, Lucky Heart. Um, four goes in a row. They've tried to they've tried to get this over 2,000. It doesn't stay. Like the horse simply doesn't stay. You can forget it went around. That prior run on the 18th of March, it sat deep the trip, went third in a 60-plus on a Saturday behind right. we, we Ripper and Awesome um, Chatter. It was it was a huge run. Uh, two of its three wins are Bangley Lack Duron. It'll, it'll go around 30, 40 to 1. And this is its type of race. So this is exactly its type of race. So I love to see Float Our Boat and War Class come out because that means it comes into six, should come across. Um, and hopefully you can sort th- of find yeah. cover. In I thought it was a one. chance to lead up the three wide line. Actually, yeah, that's the thing. If it leads up the three wide line, I think we're brown bread. But if yep. it does get in, um, I think it, it might be a semi-suitable race at a price. So, yeah, don't want to have much on here, but I'll have something on Arnie's Boy and, and Lucky Heart, this one. Okay. Yeah, Arnie, I'll be having something on Arnie's Boy and Pray Again, both of them. Um, it's Pray Again just a default bet now. Uh, yeah. I like call yeah, it the yeah. old – the old mental helper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think most people have hopped off the prey again wagon, haven't they? I've yeah, I've been off that <laughs> wagon for a while. Even like, it's, I thought it's I was, funny with I my fury going up I, that short as I well. I thought half up was straight at Ascot last Saturday. I was like, vindication. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this thing is home, and uh, no, not to be. So, um, but uh, yeah, I really I think this is a great race for Arnie's boy. Just tremendous effort. 
uh, with and really goes for Chris Arnie's boy. It um, does. He gets the horse quite yeah. well, I think, as yeah. well. It's not his type of horse. Chris is probably best when he's patient, mm-hmm. and that's not Arnie's go, though. Mm-hmm. Arnie's doesn't have a big turn of foot. Mm-hmm. If you watch the final 100 metres, Black Spirit versus Arnie's boy, and Black Spirit still had to do work to get to the breeze. They both yeah. did work. It's hard to see uh, just watching that final 100 again, knowing they're stepping up to the mile, which will suit Arnie's. It should suit Black Spirit too, but Arnie's was stronger on the line despite doing more work than Black Spirit. So, yeah. Um, yeah. As long as – look, I think the key to this race for Arnie's boy is Alma Harman kicking up and not giving Black Spirit a soft lead. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. All right. And moving on, race three is the happy 80th John Short handicap. Happy birthday, John. This is a 2,200-metre rating 66-plus handicap. And did you know, Terry, the top weight, Sluice Box – one on this day over 2,000 metres. Sean McGrady on board Five last weeks. year. Top so, six. Yep. Just smushed him over 2,000 metres. Did sluice box. And um, he is coming out of a pretty good effort behind Jadavi and last line in the uh, in the Tab Touch Cup. Jelton Cup prior to that. Pinjaro Cup prior to that. Comes back into rating 66 plus And after Taj Dyson's claim, gets in with 59 kgs. Yeah, it's definitely... Um a dropping class for Sluice Box. Again, I, I don't think Sluice Box is an apprentice's horse. I've always been um, pretty keen. I think if you look at it, some of its best wins, as you just mentioned, that one with Sean on. Mm-hmm. Or, um, this time last year, he was really flying Sluice Box. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sluice Box is sort of nearing that very big run. He, Troy took off. I think he took off when sort of he had to in the um, – what was it? The Tab Touch Classic. Cup, cup I think. Cup, yeah. Tab Touch Cup over the 2100. And this is definitely the right grade for him to win in. I just don't know it's the, the right setup so much. I – Look, Blackwater Bay's got the bars going on. Fear the wind had its chance last start. It'll be better back to Belmont. It'll be better back to a good four as well. It doesn't. It's one that really doesn't handle the wet. Um, so a couple of soft fives back to a good four. You'll see improvement there. But I'm expecting the same Quinella as last start. Oh, so um, is that flower in the wind? Yes. What did I say? Fear, fear, that's right. Fear the oh, wind. That's, yeah. yeah. Hang on. We yeah. better get that. That's that's in, integral. I get yeah. the right wind. I often so flower in the wind uh, is cop two wind. soft fives, then we'd be better back on yes. a, a good yes, four. Yes, exactly and, uh, right. But fear the wind is the William Pike ridden current fixed odds favourite. Yes, exactly right. I look. I, I've marked this race two thirty for fear the wind and um, three dollars twenty for Cisco Joe. I I really like Cisco Joe's effort to breeze at its first go at a staying trip and really and Pikey at his back and really make. Um, really make him work. You only just got there in the end. So Jared Noski goes on. I presume the plan here is just go to the breeze again, sit outside of Devonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pikey's probably on his back again. That's yeah. how I've got it mapped. And my, my feel is Pikey probably lifts him over the line. Thus, I've marked it um, about a point shorter than Cisco Joe. But perhaps the market might point us towards a, a Cisco Joe um a bet purely on price type thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm not completely against saving as well, as boring as it might be. If you can get sort of 450 and 250, you have 40% of your stake on on Pike and 60% on uh, on Cisco Joe and make that the result type mm-hmm. thing. So, um, yeah, it's not it's not very exciting. But, look, I expect those two to run the, the Quinella again. Just with the setup for the rest of them, I don't think it's all that good. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. The only horse I think that can elevate, even though the run looked average the other day, but they went so slow that it was just – mathematically impossible to impact from where it was is number 10 ration Ali yeah. from four with as a party on hopefully they can hold a 
hold a closer spot. But the other day, I think they ran, I think it was 20 lengths slower than benchmark, something like that, to the 800, and then it was just a dash home. Fear the wind ended up running one of the fastest last 200 of the day. That's how that's how much of a walk and sprint it was. So even though there was a reasonable beaten margin for a horse like Rationale, her late splits were among the best of the day as well. So one more go for mine, one more go at an each way price there for Rationale in race three of the day. Belmont horse two, four from eight here. So I uh, look, if she wins, I'll be, um I'll probably be sad because I reckon I've been on her at uh, the majority of her last uh, – I wasn't on last start, but I was on it uh, – jeez, I was on two starts ago over the 1800 with Aussie. Jeez, she went something that day. It mm. was quite incredible. But, um, yeah, she yeah, she definitely will test also the theorem of, A, can she stay? Mm-hmm. I think she's best of 18, 1900. Yep. And, B, um, how much is it really worth changing tracks because four from eight at Belmont is a telling statistic. So, yep. um, yeah, don't mind that. She deserves – she's my third favourite. Yeah. She deserves a clear third pick. But, I mean, Blackwater Bay, shoes on, sluice box, apprentice on. Yeah, thin race. Yeah. Yeah, and just just and as an aside, the trainer of Ration Ali, David Harrison, he'll be taking his Perth Cup winner Buster Bash over to Melbourne for a spring carnival assault as well. Oh. There was some talk that maybe they were thinking about sending it to a third party to, uh, and David would stay in WA. But uh, once a lifetime opportunity, he's going to seize upon that. And he's going to take What's him the over himself. Goal? Oh, I think. Think he's just going to have Melbourne to go Cup. Caulfield Melbourne Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Why not? You shoot for the stars. I mean, very rarely you get a dominant Perth Cup winner like that, and he just feels like he's untapped still, Buster Bash. So. Yeah, but yeah, uh, so I read an article during the week on the West that uh, that Dave's made the decision to take him across himself, and uh, good luck to everyone involved with Buster Bash. Race four, the tap touch. Have you got the touch plate? 1,200 metres for the three odds. This is a set weights and penalties rather than a handicap. And um, number three, Rear Admiral, is going for a fifth straight win. Four from four at the moment, this Sean and Jake Casey filly. And, um, yeah, not a, bad, not a bad race this with, uh, swear to God, Major Max, very talented, and a couple of other horses coming into the system as well. So uh, interested in your thoughts on the uh, three or 1,200, Terry? Yeah, I think this is a race. It'll be run and one um, up near the speed, BJ. Uh, Kelvin Ayer should lead. I think Rear Admiral looks to get the breeze pretty comfortably, actually, mm-hmm. if it jumps as well as it did first up up to the 1,200. So can't see anything really looking for that spot and um, putting the pressure on to sort of hold it three deep, which is how the race suddenly becomes very interesting. Um, swear to God, should be leaders back. Uh, should be following Kelvinator and a horse like Invisible String and Major Max and Arid. They were jostling. We'll be jostling for the 1-1 one, one and it's it's a real shame for for W Pike and S Wolf, who we don't see very often together, that it's drawn the outside of those three. So Pikey's probably going to have to drop back and um, be that extra horse back. But look, I'm, my feel is Rear Admiral um, – We'll go to the breeze and, and be too strong. I might even suit it more up to the 1,200, just being allowed to stride and be the best horse. It's The form lines from that first up win aren't good um, whatsoever, but it was a really good win still with the pressure that Sky Duke applied mid-race. So my feel is Real Admiral win, but it'll never be a bet price for me. Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought. I'm 210 sort of, at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm 230, Rear Admiral. Um, I've marked Arid and swear to God, my second favourites at around six, seven bucks. So at the current prices, it's a place-heavy play on swear to God. Um, I thought first up, it got 
chopped egg, had, drew the widest gate, and it was a big drifter in betting, but I think that was just because it was too short. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it drew wide. Noski got caught deep, went to make his and run. A horse he, circled him yeah, and grabbed him. Not sure he's necessarily a 1,000-meter horse. Either. No, as he gets older, you probably went a little bit further. So I, I, I just think here, Lukey Campbell goes on. You've used your two kilos. You've got the winkers on. Uh, I think he lands on the back of Kelvin. I would love for him to get on the back of Rear Admiral. So if, if those two ping it more than the, the ones around him, Lukey looks to get straight off the mm. fence. Um, to that one, one that would be be fascinating. But um, he's a really nice horse. Swear to Swear God, God I mean, goes good. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes really well. And 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 th- those inside lanes seem to be playing really nicely at Belmont early season. No matter it be true or fifteen meters. So yeah, he's got sixteen some, meters. Double so. guineas, Lestia, classic. Yeah, form. and he was just battling at that stage yeah. in his prep, I think, as well. And he yeah. wasn't wasn't beaten far. And I think he's a better. I think his right trip is twelve hundred meters. So he won a sixty six plus. Yeah. Um, and he was a hard luck story the following start. Whether that was That's a seventy two right. plus, yeah. I Big think. Well, we'd like that on. Yep. So, I mean, it's just for me, it's just an easy each way play. I expect to be beaten by a Rear Admiral. I do think it'll win the race, but I, I, I think, swear to God, deserves to be shorter than 15 bucks. That is across yeah, the board. 100%. Here, so. he's, he's got that quality about him, swear to God, mm. as well. So, yeah, that's um, a bit of value there. That's just a play on price, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, how is, like, realistically, like, you, you're talking China Spirit, who was beaten, yeah, Albert Katona's form's looking pretty good, mm. uh, and looking at what they just did with Niet. Who knows? You come out and do the Yet. same thing. Yet. Um, but China Spirits, half the price, I swear to God. I swear to God's going to be back of a good speed, like qu- like quality Where's speed. China Spirit going to be from China 10? Spirit, he's got to go back to last, yeah. I think, you know. So I just don't I don't see the race suiting those real, what I don't say upper limits, pearly nuggets um, who got the, the right run. I don't see it suiting any of those. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy just to play Swear to God and on a place-heavy basis and just a bit of luck we're mm. going to need from that inside gate. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the price of Swear to God is incredible, really. Um, for the the opposition, it's been it's tackling here. Major Max goes good. Um, he uh, deserves to be in the market. The horse that I kind of want to be on is Upper Limits. He, I, I really like this horse. I think he's got a lot of ability. Um, place behind all the king's men, and um, you know, in and horses like, and he ran third in the Faritha behind Bustler and all the king's men. And, Without much luck, too. yeah. Um, and sort of looked. It's always appeared a bit raw, and um, like that. There, there's that. There's more to come. And I thought that that trial, even though it was a slow trial, and the format of it hasn't been great. That um, the Lord Gannick trial at Larkillon the first of May, I, I liked the way that he sort of worked worked to the line under low under little pressure from Paddy Carberry. Um, CJP going on, I feel like CJP's kind of heading back in um, into in towards a, a zone for him. Feels like a nice nice booking for this particular type of horse with the map. So, um, but yeah, I I don't really. I can't see myself tackle, taking um, a short price rear admiral, even though outside leader Breeze might just might just blow them away. But two ten, not for me. I'm going to be playing. Uh, I'm going to be backing upper limits, and I'm definitely going to be having something on swear to God at the price. Okay. Yeah. Um, Aaron, thoughts? Yeah, yeah, we'll go. Just where, right place last yeah. week as well. Like yeah, he was just grinding down a horse where they'd done a lot of speed. McGrady parked on them. Told you I took the sixties, didn't I? Yeah, win only, which yeah. was good punning, Terry. Yeah, I think she. I, I think all. It's interesting. All Steve's horses are just racing really, really well at the moment. Um, mm. They're just, they're just. 
you know, four winners at Albany last Saturday. I think he had three or four placings at Belmont last Saturday, sorry, Albany last Sunday, rather. So I expect Arid to run well. Pike going on. Um, imagine you, imagine, imagine. you could swap its barrier with yeah. um, with the one that who's draw with, say, Invisible String, yeah. and you give it the 1-1. One, one. That's, well, that's the, the spot. That's the you bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. The problem is now you might not even get the spot on the back of the 1-1. One, one, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, – it's such a fascinating head. The, kind of the needs, intricacies. Kind of I don't think the intricacies of maps are looked at enough like that. Kind of needs major max is. to be caught three wide no cover and then track up major yeah. max. That's, and that's, 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 that's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible. That was kind of what I was what I was think, thinking there. But all um, it takes is Rear Admiral also to be just half a step away. I think it one of its debut runs. I think it's Third up effort when it beat Rebel Zone, it was sort of a stride slower away than anticipated. And it, it could do that that day because it took some cover and, and it, it got there in the end. But you can't do that from nine and then do all the work to get to the breeze and then still give a kick against what has to be considered a stronger lineup than when you've beaten Arid at its mm-hmm. most recent. So it's a fascinating, fascinating one. Yeah. Just think, I think Ruan was a good horse. I think so. Yeah. yeah I think- but I'm not going to back it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's all about the price. Exactly. All right, let's take a break because Terry, it is a mastermind time. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Correct, Terry. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you get a chance, drop in and see the publican or otherwise known as the owner of Quillo, Ian Butchie O'Connor up at the Mundaring, uh, feed, flutter, froffies, family atmosphere, big deck, all happening. Um, good luck to Butchie at, uh, where are we racing today? Pinch? We're at Pinch today? North Pinjara. Pinch. Pinjara. Uh, um, with uh, the William Pike going aboard the mighty Quillo. So, yeah, always uh, say good day to Butch and let him know that you listen to the 1-1. One, one. Well. Three beers all Friday if it wins, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. Conditions apply. Uh, Mac Hall is back again. He's going for four, Terry. Can you believe it? Mm. Return of the Mac. Let's get him back on. Mac, you there? Hey, boys. How are we? It's good to have you back, uh, Mac. It's uh, quite fitting you're on this week, actually, with um, we've got a Sean and Jake Casey runner going for five in a row, and that's exactly what Mac will be doing, BJ, if – if he salutes. I'll tell you what. Yeah. How, so how many have got to four? How many people have we got at four? That's a good question. I think Three. That, I think Fraser got Fraser. to four. Uh, did Timmy Gears get to four? He may have done. He got, yeah. And I think that's, that's about it, I think. Timmy Gears snuck under the radar. Didn't yeah. He? Yeah. He probably, yeah, he did actually. Mm. So, but Max going for four. He's already got three vouchers to the Mundaring in his skyrocket. An entertainer as well. Like, doesn't just win 3-0 every time. Sure, he could if he yeah. wanted to. He could <laughs> put them away. But he's thinking about handicapping and rating points. And he's like, hang on, if I win by too far, I'll probably pick up six points. Don't need to do that. So just keeps them all in the hunt. But, geez, I reckon this is his biggest uh, competitor to date. Right. No pressure. No pressure. He's moving through the grades. And uh, we've asked Brittany Taylor, the great Brittany Taylor, to uh, jump back on into the mastermind and uh, and have a crack at taking Mac down. You there, Britt? I am. And if you're trying to stop someone from getting on Mount Rushmore, I don't know why you would call upon me. <laughs> I'll give it my best crack. <laughs> we took a vote between getting you and Lockie, and unfortunately, Lockie lost. So uh, you're, you're up, Brittany. Um. <laughs> Hang on. Is that because you thought that I would be a more worthy competitor to knock Mac off? 
Well, you told me on uh, Saturday you got last week's mastermind. Who was last week's? Oh, oh Riding Hood fame. You, you got Riding Hood fame in about four words, you reckon. So you that, was were, enough. Uh, that was enough to convince Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty sure you said if you get me on against Mac this week, I'll just win as well. So I thought, well, okay, that's, that's pretty hard to say no to. <laughs> Brittany's favourite saying in racing, I reckon. <laughs> she prefers just. when it's abbreviated to JW. The oh. worst. <laughs> All right, Brittany um, – Team Taylor's got a couple of J Dubs on uh, on at Belmont on Sunday or what? No, I don't think there were any J Dubs <laughs> on Saturday actually. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, Mac Hall versus Brittany Taylor. Big occasion with Mac going for four on the trot. So to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. I think it's back to you, Terry. It is back to me, mm-hmm. I think, BJ. All right, we still need to get Pete, mm. you know, just pre-recorded. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Challenger, are you ready? That's you, Oh, that's me. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just so used to being the mar. That's a little flex, yeah, I reckon, yeah. early. That yeah. was purposeful. Mind games. Uh, mastermind. This is you, Mac. Are you ready? Yeah, we're three. All right. Three, two, one. Who am I? I've had a long old career, which currently sees me at just a tick below the half a million dollar prize money mark. I broke my maiden status back in 2015 when ridden by Clint Johnston Porter and trained by Adam Durant. I won my very next start three months later for a new trainer when William Pike rode me for Alana Williams. I won three races in total for Alana also running fourth behind Ros Martini in the 2016 Belmont Classic. I switched trainers once again in 2016 before again switching trainers for a fourth and final time in late 2017. I'm still with this yard. I've competed in two Perth Cups without success, though I am a cup winner. I've had 22 jockeys over my career with Craig Staples riding me at 51 of my 105 outings. My cup victories were in York and Collie, and the second word of my two-word name is a large orange vegetable. Who am Mac. I? Mac. Mac. Jesus. Oh. Um, Jesus. Juicing carrots. <laughs> Deary me. Where's Riding Hood fame this week? I don't even need it. Deary me. <laughs> How quickly did you get that, Pete? Oh, I don't think I got it until like the Collie Cup, I don't think. Yeah. Collie Cup's yeah. a giveaway. Collie Cup was a giveaway. Yeah, well, I, couldn't, I couldn't mention Raquel Reed too early. That was too much of a giveaway. There was a, certain aspects I had to keep out of there as long as possible. So there you go. Be a train by Alana Williams before. That's right. It was a partnership. That's there you go. correct. The, the, That's the, what threw me. I never knew that Alana trained it. Yeah, the big yeah, orange, the big orange vegetable was kind of the the clincher. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> it was big orange vegetable. It's not that big an orange vegetable, but when you compare it to a pea, it's a large orange vegetable. So that's what I went with. So. All right, Mac one. Brittany is yet to score. Question number two. <clears throat> Name the three apprentices currently in the top ten on the statewide WA Jockey Premiership. Brittany. Britt. Holly Watson, Luke Campbell, or 
Three, two. Catch or Durant. <laughs> Matt right. for the steal. Holly Watson, Luke Campbell, Taj Dyson. The third, you, got, you both got the first two right. The third one was Braden Garth. Oh. All right. Name the three fillies to beat home <coughs> Chris and over in last month's Jim Crack Stakes at Ascot. Mac. 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 Oh, um, no, I, I, I give up on this one, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. I thought about it. Let's get me name and then give me a few extra seconds. Brittany. Brittany. Um, Better not hear you typing away there. <laughs> Liv Patel, Super Smink, and uh, Simon Barber. Three. Augment. Oh, oh, oh I did like that. Yeah. I was sitting on the screen in front of her and she's like, oh, what's its name? I better play dumb here for a second. She's probably bidding on Augment's win yeah. on the online sales. <laughs> nah, very impressive. I, uh, yeah. we, we tried that one beforehand. I only got the first two. Very good. Augment. One all. Okay. Name the jockey and trainer who combined to win last year's Provincial Championship Brit. Series final. Brit. Roland Piercy and Dathan Whiting. No. Oh, bang. bang. Two, one with Speed Dream. Didn't even finish the question. Speed Dream, Jay Whiting, R. Piercy saluted in the provincial championship final. Can last I ask, year. did you do a bit of research knowing what week it was? What? You don't think I remember Speed Dream like it was yesterday when he won <laughs> the championship last year? <laughs> Obviously. Very good point. I forgot, Very to, good I forgot point. to give Very Brittany one of these. Well, yeah, now, yeah. now I feel silly. <laughs> 2-1. All right, Mac. Pressure's on, mate. Mount Rushmore beckons. Come on. All right. So, um, who defeated Bustler to win last year's uh, – sorry, start again. Oh, oh start again. different question. Different question. Yeah, right, right. scrap it. Right. Scrap it. Name the two Jason Miller-trained three-year-olds that lined up in the WA, Mac. Uh, Admiration Express and – I can't think of the other one. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you three seconds here, Mac. Jason uh, Miller, three, two, yeah, no. one. Mm. Uh, oh, dear. I think, I think this is all over. Admiration Brittany. Express and Bon Joy. Oh. Deary. Deary me, the run has come to an end. The giant killer, Brittany Taylor. <laughs> You're the mastermind once again. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, after, uh, after your juicing carrots effort, I, I had you at a million to one at that point in time. So, oh, a tremendous no. effort to pick yourself up off the canvas. And, jeez, uh, I'm home strong. Our first mastermind 2.0 winner. Is that right, Britt? Uh, you yeah, and Lockie yeah, out, I out have, of the I farm? I have one one. Yeah, I have, That's I right. have one one. So she's back on top of the uh, WA Racing World once again as our Good mastermind, Mac. What a journey, mate. Thanks for coming aboard the show and having a go. Three-time winner. That's nothing to be sneezed at. And congratulations, mate. Hopefully we can get one of those uh, Mac Hall train runners over the line in the weeks ahead. Thanks, boys. Yeah, cheers for a spell. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, guys. Thanks again, Britt, and uh, cheers, Mac, and we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thanks, guys. 
Yeah, Brittany Taylor, too good. Three one. It was just a pretty dominant performance, actually. I, I thought juicing carrots would be in uh, Brittany's wheelhouse. That type of one, sort of a long-standing West Australian horse. But the, it was the Alana Williams part. That's what threw me, actually. That's why I really liked um, using juicing carrots today, actually, because I didn't know that it was ever with Alana. It was with Alana for quite a while. It was with Shannon Ruffin. Yep. For two starts, I felt if I mentioned that name, that would have been too much of a giveaway for someone that knew that particular I'm pretty detail. Sure was another horse. I couldn't talk about the twenty-length collie cut wins for early doors. <laughs> Couldn't mention Raquel Reed because then you were probably thinking straight away, I'm going to tell you always, or it's juicing carrots. So, no, it was well played. Yeah, well no, played. I liked that one actually. I didn't yeah. mind that one. So, yeah, I think from memory, the same colors were worn by a horse called Socially Unique. Do you remember a horse yeah, called I Socially do. Unique? I do. Same colors, in a and it won a Hannon's. Okay. It won a Hannon's with Alana as the trainer. So, I think a horse called Victory Sip went to an Oaks. Same colors? I think so, yeah. yeah just right. a friend of mine used to own. I'm pretty sure it never won a race in its entire life. Yeah, right. Yeah, victory sip. It was a superstar. <laughs> I still talk about it. That could be next week's actually. So. Brittany Taylor is uh, our mastermind. And, uh, yeah, she knocked off the uh, the freight train. That was Mac Hall as he was on his way up Mount Rushmore. But back to the beginning again, and uh, we'll get Brittany on next week to defend her crown. Alana actually rode uh, victory sip, sorry. So 11 starts, one third. <laughs> Retired in 2008. Its last ever start was at WA Oaks. That's absolutely pointless. <laughs> we should almost cut that out. I reckon someone would have known that. I wonder yeah, if- <laughs> there you go. I wonder if uh, Jay Rooney or Toby Dunn knew that one. <laughs> Boys, all right. Uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Let's take a break. And we'll get back to this preview at Belmont Park. We are back with race five. It's the Amelia Park Handicap over the 1,000 metres. This is handicapped at a 71 plus. Top weight, Vane Tempest, who's a pretty good mare on her day. She's got the 60 kgs resuming from a break. CJP and Ikenushi teaming up. but And a few horses coming out of the same race. Ghostly Walks and State of Power last start. Uh, real danger, Clips of Comfort, both uh, resuming for new stables. So there's a little bit of everything in this particular race, Terry. Bar pads, uh, bar pads, bar shoes, uh, concussion plates on um, the horse that's been very well back today in State of Power. So... It's interesting. Mm, not ideal. No, but you respect the money. Niet was so well backed yesterday, and, I, and everyone I spoke to was really happy taking on Niet, just mm. what we've seen in its career, and it, it won like a, a good thing, you know. Yeah. So you respect that early money from a from a camp of the Millers, but the concussion plates going on isn't something which you see and get too enthused about. But uh, now a lot of guesswork involved um, in this one, BJ. I, I'd love to see. I mean, real danger. We're only we're only guessing with, but I thought it was a really good thousand meter horse. I thought um, uh, it won its maiden and its class one, but they were really strong maiden and class one wins. So I'd love to see Pikey just bounce out from four and even try and hold Cliffs of Comfort out, to be honest, and maybe lead. Sitting looks the most likely, but um, yeah, I'm sort of just willing to speculate that maybe they've got that ready to go from the right gate. Um, yeah, for a uh, for a horse, I think might improve going to Danny Morton. So probably happy to speculate on real danger as long as we're getting sort of mid fours or, or so. Um, Vane Tempest, it's hard to win from three the fence with sixty. Mm-hmm. I like Vane Tempest as a horse. Whether it needs whether maybe as it gets older. She's looking for 1,200 as a pet trip, um, but I think she can win. Goes two walks, was unlucky, and still won last start. Mm. It can win again because it's actually a better horse at Belmont too. So I think goes two walks. This might be one where we say, okay, it's had its win, but 
it had its win that I think it's almost better suited in no, this double setup. Ghost Walks feels like he's been around forever, forever but he's only five year old. Yeah, and he's, he this just races just, a lot. This is just typical Neville Palm. There's two runners in this race. Ghost Walks like a Jaguar. Uh, both horses, people are just like, ah, oh, nah, just bin them, whatever. But he, per- look, he perseveres with these type of horses and uh, they'll have a prep or a season where they just go go gangbusters and win two or three to town. And, um, yeah, his patience and, you know, gets rewarded with these type of horses. It happens all the time now. He's so good at, at holding them together and keeping them happy and healthy. And then they race successfully into their five, six, seven-year-old careers. Like it's a real it's a real edge that Neville seems to have. Uh, I know he has a lot of horses, so he has a lot of runners, but the the way that these horses who do race early can continue on four, five, six, seven is a real trademark of his stable. And he's got two in the same race yep. that, are, that are paying their way, you know, so, like a Jaguar hadn't won for so long, one, yep. two in a row. I personally, I know it's a really strong figure horse uh, with the data. I can't have like a Jaguar or anything under 30, 40 to one stepping up from a platinum to a 71 plus. Like, this is it's um, chalk and cheese. It's just a different, like, different kettle of fish. If it wins, so be it. Um, Potshot, I, I really think it needs William Pike. I feel like Potshot just goes, goes okay, but Pikey lifts it. Yeah. So, Lukey Campbell and his two kilos is obviously huge, but mm, so just, just. Just like summarising all that, Sater Power's got the concussion plates on. Um, like a Jaguar, I'm not having with the step up in grade. Potshot loses Pike. All the other roughies, anything else rougher, I can't have. I'm nowhere Cliff's, n- Cliff's first run in no, 588. Yeah, days. nowhere near Cliff's, nowhere near Sneaky Chance. Good luck, Sean O'Donnell. It's good to see mm. Sean O'Donnell yeah, back as well. Should have mentioned yeah. that. Very good to have um, another quality senior back in the riding ranks. So uh, hopefully he can boot home a winner in a race that I don't have too much on one of the other horses. Um, but any, all the other roughies I can't have. So, look, I, I want to make real danger a result, but at sort of 7 8 bucks and 8 $9, Vane Tempest goes two walks. Like, I'm almost happy to save them both. Mm. Like, mainly goes two walks. Um, but, yeah, I, I think – I don't know. I think I want to back real danger, but I'm speculating. We've got no idea. No. It's first up for a few new yard five months. Josie so. walks Belmont 1,000, 13 starts for four wins, five placings. Fair fair record, Josie walks. So he's won, and, he's and, won five, and, five of his seven wins have been at Belmont. So. And as always, will be unwanted in betting. So. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I found this race a real challenge. I really wanted to be on Vane Tempest. Uh, just feel like she's just, um, just got some real quality about her. And it's the sort of horse that probably has got a listed race win in her somewhere. Yep. Somewhere this year. Um, She's a bit luckless. Yeah. I, yeah. I think even if you watch the trial, sometimes too defensive, mm. just too desperate to be last. Yeah. You know what? She she used to lead races or sit in the breeze and do work. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just trust that she's getting a bit more mature and jump her out and hold the back of the speed. And yeah, she's hard to beat from there. It's the moment you get three about the fence. It's just it's just very difficult with the sixty kilos. Yeah, I was I was real danger on top. Vane Tempest was the horse that I was sort of working out whether I was going to save on or not. Um, Vane Tempest just under the double figures at the moment, about nine dollars. Real danger four fifty mostly. But um, so for mine, lean real danger. I'll definitely be on her and Vane Tempest is is the horse. I'm just gonna hold fire on. Maybe if it gets a double figures plus bet fair late, I think I might speculate on Vane Tempest, who's just got some real talent and uh, from a low draw. CJP saved on if she um, uninterrupted passage and transit. She can uh, despite the sixty kilos, she can take some holding out. She can be really dangerous late. So floating between real danger and main tempest. Yeah, we just took a quick break to uh, to watch the opening event at 
Pinjarra Park and uh, says some happy people. There might be someone unemployed in New South Wales, <laughs> I'd suggest. That's just a, I honestly reckon you've set, you set that up for his mates. Already. The great green tab sting. Mate, that's, uh, yeah, that's a set up job. <laughs> anyway, good on him. I hope someone got some money out well, of it. Well, it's only a rort if you're um, not Apart, involved. Exactly. Yeah, so it's a rort. <laughs> Uh, race six is the Peninsula Dining Room Handicap. Uh, once again, 1,000-meter race. This is a graduation, 60-plus. Not a bad little race, this. We've got um, Divine Belief, who um, Terry and I have a very s- small share in her full sister, actually. Oh, Divine- I thought you were saying we have a share in Divine <laughs> Belief. You have a full sister. Uh, who um, very well regarded, very fast uh, filly, and she's um, coming out of a class one midweek ascot victory into this grade, Hamika one in this grade after a um, perfect run in transit last start for Adam Durant. Durant, rather, Colossal resuming William Pike and Grant Williams. And my baby, Blue Jean, has been a new recruit for the Mitchell Pateman Yard. Uh, one first up for the new camp and then ran third behind Valency, um, second up at Ascot last start. So, Off three days. Yeah, there's a bit to work through here in uh, the first leg of the Quadrella. Yeah, this isn't a race I want to go anywhere near, BJ. The best horse in this race is, I, I think, clearly divine belief. But um, what an ugly map. And mm. just if you watch how they rode it in a trial, even first up, yeah, they came out semi-neutral-ish. Uh, they, all, they still went quick in the race, but it just breezed and, and it won well. It was probably the worst horse race I've ever seen. Work home front and second, and it's um, – it's it's a battle yeah. to say this. Anyway, the thing that makes this race so interesting is Watto's Fury at 100 to 1 in Barrier 4. If you watch its trial first start here for Jade Tangaroa, it jumps super and it's a horse that always has jumped super in Kalgoorlie or Esperance, wherever it's done its racing. It's hard to see it not leading. My baby Blue Jane goes quick, but it's, it's not a super first 100-metre horse, you know. So it's hard to see Watto's Fury not leading the race. It's, and Mitchell Pateman and, and Holly are not going to be handing up on my baby Blue Jane, so it's going to be in the breeze. So... As a party is either going to have to try to tuck in um, and get some cover and potentially negate a horse's best strength or uh, sit three deep outside mm. the speed unless they come out handlebars down to try and cross both of them, which to me is the best option to win this race. But just watching what they've done in the trial and first up, I I don't know. So, look, to me this looks like a race where you want to find something with cover to finish over the top of them. But do you know what the problem is? Can't find one. Harmika mm. makes most sense, but geez, you're going to need some luck from barrier 10 and it's going to start sub four bucks. Colossal, I'm pretty low on trust with Grant and Alana first starters at the moment after first up runners after the way. Uh, Lord Gannicus and Rockinori were presented and ran last week. I don't know, BJ. This this might be the day you get requisition up at hundred to one. Something. <laughs> I was on requisition last start at York, backed at three forty into two fifty, and it was a it was a shocker to be honest. From a good gate, was restrained and then took off at the eight hundred. I I was very frustrated watching that. So I, at least I feel better for letting out my frustrations. But I don't want to have a bet here. Um, you can find a roughie though, I reckon. Whether it's a Millivoy, 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 Michael Point, mate. It's that type of race. You mm. can find something to park midfield with cover and finish over them I just don't know which one mm. like I just don't want to get it. and then the thing is if Divine Belief does come out and they somehow gets to the breeze say my baby blue jean crosses and Divine Belief breezes then it's probably all, all over, over as well yeah. um, if my baby blue jean crosses it's going super it's not impossible to kick and do that as well so yeah type of race I, I'm going to if a scratching occurs of a Watto or a Divine or a my baby it might change the race like all over, so just not a race I want to bet in. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. There's 
it doesn't really feel a race where you can confidently tip into Divine Belize at 280 or Hamika at 390. I actually thought, to be honest, I thought my baby blue jean would cross Watto's, but you'd have a better feel of Watto's than me. Watch um, the trial again. Yeah. That first, it was a real ping and mm-hmm. jump and run. If, yeah. It's all about mindset with Watto's, but yeah. I, I reckon if they jump as well as they all can do and as well as I saw Watto's do in the trial, it's hard to unless there's an intent to hand up. It's mm. hard to see it. Yeah. Not so. So the horse that could be could begin he's capable of beginning well um and holding a spot and just cruising along just just behind the speed is a horse like Millie Boy. Mm. Um could just tuck in behind there and just could be the horse that lands in the right spot that just happens to be um you know, happens to be, I don't know. It's a right, this, right place, right time. This is time, a right you know? place, right time job. Like War Gems win last campaign was a right place, right yeah. time job. And this this feels pretty similar here for uh, potentially for Millivoy. Though it is 1,200 back to 1,000 up in grades. So you've got <laughs> – and Michael Poy is uh, he's still yet to completely sell me. Yeah. Um, he's very uh, animated in the saddle. He's not as balanced as I uh, as I like with uh, – I'm having a bet, but anyway, it's um yeah. I what, don't about, know. what about deep deep envy? Yeah, potentially it was pretty poor last start. Mm. It's dearie me, but if might you're talking been- pot shots, five bucks in a seventy-two plus earlier, and it's going to go around ten bucks each way. Maybe this is more suited speed on cover coming at him. But I feel like it's three wins. It's I feel like it's done pretty well to get its three wins. This prep, you know? yeah, right place, right time for it as well. Mate, I think. Yeah. Yeah, good. I, I wouldn't be talking you out of many of these. Disco Donut getting covering a three-wide line coming at him late. Like, um, Divine Belief could be really good. Could yeah, be. 100%. Could be, That's why I don't want another reason I don't good. want to bet. Yeah. If, if the map does eventuate for it um, and it does get to the breeze without without cooking itself, it could be all she wrote as well. Yeah. So, no, nah, i got no yeah, idea. Yeah, my head's spinning here. We've, we've even got Rails Romoli from one on mm. requisition. Rails, Ramoli, requisition. requisition. It is an ascot. <laughs> it is an ascot also. If, That's if true. anything. That's true. Yet to win at uh at Belmont. And a lot of guys. Yeah, he's had a lot of spins around requisition. Mm. But um yeah, yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna have something small on Millie Boy. I'm just gonna watch the price of Divine Belief. Maybe there's a bit of a wobble which I don't expect, but if there's a three, three fifty ish that might might sell, sell me there. It gets to a point where if you think you're backing the best horse, you yep. can back it for a bit of luck with your map. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I get that. Well said. Yep. Well said. Witten's Irrigation and Design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, race seven is the Ascend Trophies Handicap. This is a rating 66 plus over the 1600 metres. Uh, no changes. He's been racing so well up on top of the speed for Sean and Jake Casey and Brandon Louis. I feel as though Vitalize is just about getting close to a win. Terry, fast up, saluted in this company, a three-year-old for Darren McCorth in this grade, last star in a ding-dong go to the wire and export man on the quick backup. Mojo Rhythm racing well for Mitchell Pateman. There's another race with uh, quite a few angles to play. Yeah, there is. I feel with Vast Art, it was off 35 days, back down to 1,400 and got the job done. You'd, you'd think it's only going to elevate off that performance. Yeah. Like, 
I, I was a bit flat when that I was flat when that won the race because I backed the second horse, no change. But um, like I was ready to back. I wanted to be on Vastart soon. I just thought I might let it have this fourteen hundred meter go, and then back it in two weeks' time over the mile. I, I really so, like this horse as a prospect. Yeah, yeah, I think the reason it was probably disappointing at earlier starts in easier races too was because it was left without cover. I think with no change and never sober who should cross because just it's more fluent out of the gates and no change it should be getting cover right behind him in, in a near identical run and the rise to the mile which i do think sees no change out despite winning at it two starts ago i think it's yeah i think it's all in vast arts favor in that sense i, I i'm about three bucks i feel like i've <laughs> missed the boat missing the 10 mm. bucks last start you know to some degree um but yeah i, I do think vast arts hard to beat uh, export man's the Look, I thought it was super at the 1,200 last week. I think it got chopped out when it was going as well as trade war. If it runs third, it's close to favourite here. I love seven days. Luke Campbell, 53 and a half. Like I, I was querying all its form uh, a while ago and it smashed Mahalio who's come out and, and gone well and it's then came out over the mile on a leader by a stay and run third to no change in Mahalio. It gets in with 53 and a half. Um, it does need things to work out for it at a track it's never been placed at though. So it's probably getting sort of thinnish now at five fifty six mm. bucks. But yeah, look, Mojo Rhythm I think will land a lot closer to him. It's actually jumping really well for Mitchie Pateman. Um, maybe shouldn't have let that horse in last up. Paddy's lad, I think, yeah. lost its momentum there. Yeah, and then, and then he had to go around it as well. Yeah, uh, I think I think the instructions were to get wide and stay wide. Don't have a horse on your outside. I think which almost is fair said, enough. Almost need to hold for another. Two strides and then improve up underneath Paddy's letter. I think that was the yep. play, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, as you said, with Vitalize, it's improving with every start. I, I felt that Vastart held it well enough at the mile, and I, I think if you're looking at who's got the more improvement in them, maybe Vastart might. I felt like Vastart almost took, took its spot the other day, to be honest. So. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's drawn under it. It should mm. be able to hold that too. So, look, I, I think the race map's really nicely for Vastart. I'm just – I'm just wary about how thin a price I want to take. Three fifty plus enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm keen vast start. Vitalize the danger for mine. Okay. Um, what do we do with a horse like Advance? Uh, scratch for nah, the hoof abscess. Too many scratchings now. Yeah, no, like Hayden's obviously <laughs> got his hands full um, getting this horse to the races. A couple mm -hmm. of scratchings went poorly. Um, sort of first up for the camp. 35 days between runs, lots of ability, but, um, yeah, prefer to wait until he actually puts something together. Yeah, uh, it, just, it wins without me now, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, the feature of the day, race eight, the Sky Racing Provincial Championship Series Final, 1,400 metres. We've had a scratching, number 14, Danube River. That means that Honeydew has gained a start. No, nah, it's racing in the last, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So that means Rocky Path's going to start, but Rocky Path has the a jockey named in the last, as does Key Trade. Key Trade. So the three emergencies. I think Key Trade, the, the fact they've named a jockey as emergency three suggests they want to race in this race right. rather than the last would be my feel. Okay. But All right. We'll keep, yeah, yeah scratch it. Does keep, it does make things a bit sticky when yep. discussing the race, but none of them impact the speed map too massively. They're all midfield horses. They love these uh, series races, don't they? 16 plus emergencies. Yeah. It's good to see 100,000 on the table. Top, yeah. eight, top eight starring night was a big winner at Northern uh, coming from dead last. Pardon me, on the on April 30. I just thought the first up victory from Keep Attacking was excellent. Yeah. Up on top of the speed, time was good, um, carried the 57 kgs, won 
one like a actually last preparation it showed it's got a it had a lot of upside this horse so toddy harvey in a bit of form lately i think he's had three or four winners in the last two weeks so um up on top of the speed keep attacking has to be has to be hard to beat but yeah 16 runners and you know that these races it can there could be a few wild cards that's for sure yeah there can be i, I think you just got to look at the best form lines and mm. i think you just hit the nail on the head there keep attacking and the starring nine i think that's probably the best form lines yeah. that's coming out of the country um if anyone wants to see a really sick bait i had an absolute fortune on elite fighter its last start go watch its replay that is, Jesus Christ, that's as good as a uh, hard luck story, as you will see. So it's clearly going super. Um, a horse who I've nicknamed Ab Slow, I might need to change it to Ab Fast. <laughs> Tell you what, it is absolutely- I was going to ask you about it. Uh, it is flying for yeah. Peter Fernie. It is considerably under the odds at 550, but geez, it can win this race if it turns into a bunched finish. I, I just don't know how. Look, for me, keep attacking lands somewhere near the 1-1 mm. here, even Breeze, I don't, depending how it all shuffles out early. There's not all that much speed in this. Um, I just I, don't, I know how you, I don't know how you're coming from last and getting no. keep attacking, you know. And I think that a horse like Oxbridge with the blinkers going on will just be almost handlebars down. Yeah, Marzipan, yeah. that'll want to lead, but yeah. it doesn't step half the time. Yeah. Um, they'll sit on Honeydew. God's moment was a nice ride with yeah. cover last start. Pikey going on means it's no – so not, not not necessarily just going to roll forward. Forest War from the widest went well from the breeze last start. That's mm-hmm. why they could surprise and roll, but it might not have the speed to do so. Blow me out's quick. They should just own it. Yeah. But there's, there's not a great deal of, um, I don't know, they seem reactive rather than proactive with their tactics at camp a little bit. So I think if, if Keep Attacking repeats his first up run, I'm, I'm a bit wary about A, 1,200 to 1,400, B, Sean McGrady to Jade. Obviously, Sean, the horse, get along very well. And C, um, whether Sino Summers, a horse, can put in a really nice fresh run and it's just the a edge, touch. Edge comes off yeah, the Yeah, a little bit second up. But in saying that, it's it's my favourite. Um, starring not a clear second favourite. It just worries me three or four of the fence potentially. Oh, you, you – We'd love to see it draw five or six. It's uh, it is absolutely flying at the moment, mm. and um, uh, and yeah, who's my third favorite? Oh, the third the her third favorite is the one I want to back. Key trade if it right. gets a run. So okay. I want to back key trade. So I think key trade's a um uh, a really nice horse, and I don't understand how it's over twenty to one for a race of this nature. It was the second quickest last two in that race. We keep attacking. It'll land a lot closer. Uh, Alan Kennedy's ridden it five times for three wins. It just flies with him. I think it won, won the won the West Speed final. It won November. the West Speed final in yeah. November. It's yeah, yeah, I thought its first up run was great. I think it can land just behind the speed and yeah, it's it's the bet for me. So if it gets a run, it'll be key trade here. If not, it'll probably be key trade in the last. <laughs> <laughs> Keep attacking for me. Uh yeah, like this horse. He's gonna be he's gonna get his chance up on top of the speed anyway. I think um Come across. I'm, I'm almost certain that they're going to lead quick with Oxbridge, and that means if that's the case, then maybe keep attacking, smothered up in a one-one, just rolls into the race with momentum on the bend, and is going to have a head start on a couple of the big closers. And um, yeah, I could see keep attacking, winning, starring night, sort of coming, working its way through fast run race. Gate one might end up being okay for starring night, um, and I love I love Park going on God's moment. I could see it rattling late. And making things interesting, but keep attacking um, for me. Pretty keen. Very good. Right, I, track, I just said to you before, I think it was a track record for keep attacking as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's going good. All right. Yeah. Well, what time is it, Terry? It is time for the Get Out Stakes. H-A-S-T. 
E A K S. Get out steaks, extremely popular competition brought to you by Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, Chavy Bloke, him and his team, they run a terrific operation out there at Market City Meats, and you'll get the red carpet treatment when you listen to the 1 1. Um, as we mentioned earlier, thanks to What Up Walks, who won the Get Out. Two weeks ago, he went out there to Market City Meats and absolutely filled his boots, chucked something up on Twitter. So that was uh, that was great. Thanks for that, Walks. And uh, congratulations to last week's winner, Group 1, Greg Brown, friend of the show. Um, he, uh, he It was a busy finish. Actually got a bit of a protest from the second place getter as well. Oh. Yeah, uh, Danny Carberry, he, uh, he got edged. Um, but the two decimal places, that's what that's, that's, nah, what that's there for. Yeah, um, but uh, so, yeah. Group one, Greg Brown. Congratulations, mate. He had Snowdome 1.12 lengths. The official margin was 1.16. And I think Danny Carberry was 1.21. So it was uh it was the Sam White rule was almost required to separate. But uh Greg Brown, you got the nod and you've got the $50 to spend out there at Market City Meets. Now to enter this week's competition, race nine, Belmont on Saturday. Let us know who wins and a decimal winning margin. Don't forget that second decimal point. And uh, don't forget also the Sam White rule, Terry. First in, best dressed BJ. Race nine, the Crown Perth Handicap. Uh, graduation over the 1,400 metres. I'd love to know your take on uh, the Cerise and White here. D Debonair coming out of a maiden to this company. We saw the... Did this, is there a pulse with the Cerise and White? I think we saw uh, a good one. There's think, a difference between Debonair and First Encounter. I was just going to say, I think we saw a good one. Yeah, and 100%. It, it's, we a, didn't. it's a ripper. I had no issue being beaten by it the other day when, yeah, it's it's good. It's actually yeah. nice to see. Yeah, it's got a big, long stride. It's, it uh, does. I see that uh, Bob has opted to send it to the paddock after okay. it won last Saturday. That, yeah. was, that was a report anyway for First Encounter. Uh, but, yeah. It looks like it's the real deal. Debonair, Cerise and White. Is the Vortex spinning? I'm not sure. Um, no dice racing well. Export girl racing well against its own age coming back into the older horses. I thought uh, this might be a right, nice race for Savinick, actually. And I thought it could be just about ready to produce back at Belmont. And keep your eye on the scratchings as well. As we mentioned before, there's a few of these are uh, uh, engaged as emergencies in the in the Provincial Championship Series final as well. What are your thoughts on the get-out? Well, my thoughts are somebody's knocked off the key trade price, which is um, disappointing. Um, yeah, I, I'm just basically going to back key trade in either this race or the last yeah. race and then figure the rest out from there. Uh, I mean, you just go through it in market order. Debonair's, Debonair's a battler. It's beaten Black for Cash. Uh, it's most recent. Black for Cash, I think it's won one place in its life and it had the shoes go on. The third horse was Chow Bloomy. went around at 100 to 1. So it's a prior start. It was beaten fair and square by Mystic Jane. So who's... So no vortex. No vortex. Yeah, no, surely not. In saying that, this is a weak race. No dice is coming out of the best form reference, but geez, it's drawing the car park after drawing two two one in its mm. last three. I, it wins, it wins. So be it, Export Girl looks the weighted runner here with fifty four against the older horses. But I, I just felt its last two runs have suggested it's getting to the end of its prep. It just it, they've been okay, you know, just consistent on speed. I just I just like to see you have a bit of cover. That's all. And from eight, good luck. Mm. You know, that's going to be really hard. Uh, so, I mean, I do think there's a chance they go forward with Hayfear for jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your fourth favourite is Pandora Girl, who is still a maiden. And despite running second to Harmika, let's just remember that Cosmo Girl was held up 
for most of the straight and it was just a bad race. Bad, mm. bad, bad race. Your next in line is key trade. And as I said, I just think key trade goes well enough for Alan Kennedy. Uh, maps nicely in both races. Um, yeah. It just just there's just no depth. Yeah. I actually I actually think I want Key Trade to go to this race. I think it's a an easier race I think than you're the right. championship final. This is so. a good setup for Key Trade. Yeah. And then you've got um and then you got Hayfi, who I thought was good enough at its first uh, run for the Chris and, Chris and Michael. If it does get a run and they do decide to send it forward, it's a, it's a player here, I think. Savanick looks near enough to a victory. I agree. Um, Honeydew was okay at its most recent. Zadar Rock, who knows? If, if it can hold the front, this race doesn't have many with a killer blow. Like, I oh, head-to-head, Zadar Rock versus Debonair is favourite. Like, I wouldn't have much in that. Mm. You know what I mean? One's three bucks, one's 20-odd. So, keep it sweet. Rocky Path, both had the same run as Starring Night last, first up, and I thought both were entitled to do a lot more in a track that was suiting horses down the middle. So Mm -hmm. key trade is the one for me. Hopefully it backs up from race eight. Just go bang, bang. Bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) But I am – it it was 20 – I just didn't think anyone was backing it. So it it was $20-odd, but, look, to be honest, I'm I'm about a $5 favourite, so I'm – it didn't really matter to me. You, I feel like over the journey, you and Key Trade have like we had our ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, we had a down when I had a real good goal at last prep, ran third, third and, and then it won next start. Won its next yeah, start. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. It's Key Trade. It's it's an easy one for me. Key okay. Trade to carry the weight. All right, I'm going to have something on Key Trade. Um, follow the Guru in, but my the one that I like is Savanik. Back to Belmont, thought put the writing on the wall last start, building into its preparation. Doesn't have to go all the way back from four. And as Terry said, this isn't a very strong race at all. So Savanik's best form with a clear crack at him. I think uh, I'll be surprised if she misses a top three. Yeah, yeah, very good. I like that. I think Brad's won on her in the past. Brad Parnham. Don't hundred percent quote me on that actually. All right, it's break time. We'll come back with our bests, our maddies, and our lates for Belmont on Saturday. Okay, it's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for Provincial Championship Finale Day. Terry, Betfair best? Uh, key trade, whichever race it goes to. Key trade. Each way, whichever race it goes to. Ideally the last. Yeah. <laughs> if it goes to the eighth, that might be a touch tougher. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, focus on the place side of the bet if it goes to the eighth perhaps. Uh, I think we can get an earn early before the footy starts. The free entry to Belmont Plate, Chris and over. I think uh, will be too good for her rivals. Chris the opening, over. The opening of the day. I like yeah. that. Taking a stand in a good little two-year-old race. Uh, Maddie. Maddie, I'll go with race two. We'll go for – I don't think Lucky's ridden a winner since he's been back, so we'll go with Lucky Heart, who's still above the $20 mark. Um, yeah, race two, Lucky Heart, 1-1. One, one. What a piece of riding from Lacta. Mm, all right. Uh, my Maddie is – I'm fudging two points. Mm. Race six, number six, Millivoy. There's a bit of $19 around somewhere at the moment. So a little, little – Little just edge up the top there, and uh, we get our Maddie price. So I think we might even get twenty one on the day. So I don't mind that. Bet fair. Lay, ah, jeez, I, I'm seven bucks debonair. It's three twenty. So and I'm only seven dollars out of my respect for William Pike and uh, the inside gate and the fact that it's a pretty thin old race. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I it could even be backed, knowing that setup. You know. Mm-hmm. So I. Uh, I will t- 
take on Pike in the last? Right. My, I think from from ten and the current three dollar eighty, three dollar sixty price, Harmika. I think that's a lay for me at the current prices in race six of the day. Okay, brave. You think? Very. New hat. All right, BJ. That brings us to the end of uh, well, our second last episode in our in this three year three year stint at least thank you very much to Brittany Taylor and Mac Hall mm -hmm. we went toe to toe in the mastermind with Brittany ending Max run do you think of, did, the, uh, did the pressure get to Mac it's hot. I think so yeah yeah, yeah he folded today he said <laughs> he's, he's ready for a spell now, as he said so uh, but no Brittany after uh, missing juicing carrots earlier I thought there was big trouble but mm. uh, just really rebounded really balanced up and went whooshka yeah. see you later so we're looking for a challenger for Brittany next week we'll come up with something next mm. week actually leave it yeah. with us. we'll come up with a good head-to-head -head finale yeah something entertaining mm. but um yeah enjoy your weekend on the uh on the Rex Hunt, thank you to our wonderful producer, Jen, as always, who has to sift through uh, hours, <laughs> hours and hours of, uh, of, of crap yeah. to come up with a semi-polished turd by the end of it. And, and just, just for context, listeners, there's a con we're in the middle of a construction <laughs> zone at the moment. There's oh. a lot happening. And I'm also trying to bet on the second of Pinjara. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bet fair on it. <laughs> While I'm saying goodbye, everyone. So there's a, there's a fair bit happening at this point in time. But listeners, until next week, I'm on my mind.